0: i Danny Stewart, Editor-in-Chief of ComicallyInclined.com and the host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the Digital Media Director.
1: And I am Landon Felter, Assistant to the Technical Director.
2: Yes, Assistant to the Technical Director.
0: <laughs> That's what he said, wasn't it? I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I know. It's you're an op- it. You're office emphasizing it. Yeah, it's a joke op- from no, the office. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You honestly gave me a mini heart attack. I was like, "Did I say the wrong thing?" No, no. Well, you immediately, said... I
0: just want to be like, "False."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, guys. Blake has not been on the show in a couple of weeks. Blake,
0: it feels me. it feels good to have you back. It feels good to be back. It yeah. really does. I feel I I felt lost for the past two weeks, I'm and uh, I feel back at home. Yeah. So yeah. Well, nobody's ass fills that seat as well as yours does. Oh, uh, thanks. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Nobody's got an ass quite like mine. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's America's ass. Yeah. Well, so. it's definitely at least Cape Girardeau's ass. Yeah, that's true. Star spangled ass.
2: And uh, in <laughs> chat, our fact checker extraordinaire and human relations specialist, Ben, uh, is in the chat. Everybody say hi to Ben. Hello, also, Ben. Taylor Burton, head of the Comically Inclined Fan Club, and. One sexy mountain man, and my brother from another mother, and your yes, brother from another mother, uh, Stephanie. What's up? Thanks for stopping by. Hey, all nourished, Blake. Blake have a fight. Uh, Blake have to fight off a symbiote or something. Uh, maybe, yeah. Brittany, what up? <laughs> yo, yo. Is is this your like high buy check in for the chat? or Are you gonna be here <laughs> we, for the whole show? We already took bets. Yeah, well, yeah. We already divvied up the odds on that one. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie's coming from all the way from
0: Colorado damn yeah
2: well welcome so. stephanie we appreciate you also uh serena best of nine stewart uh well i mean <laughs> i guess that's, best that's of my nine. <laughs> that's my gorgeous niece. niece, niece. <laughs> that's my gorgeous niece uh and she She's is a, a an incredible there. amazing human being um but that's not news but you know what is news blake
0: the rumor mill <laughs> <What> <laughs> So this week on Rumor Mill, right off the bat, Namor has been confirmed by Marvel that he is going to be a mutant. So you know, you know, we have a little uh, different adaptations from the comics to the MCU. Uh, They turned it, you know do a little bit of a different story for you. That way you can't predict everything. But uh, Namor is in the comics, the first mutant uh, in in there. And so now MCU is confirmed he is going to be a mutant. So we are just getting more and more of the mutant acknowledgement, which obviously we know what that's leading up to, but we just don't know when. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, I think we got a much better idea, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think that... It would it would be a disservice to Namor and to the introduction of the Fantastic Four if they don't give him his actual comic book origin, if they don't make this actual comic book Namor. Right. Uh, and I think they have a responsibility to do that, especially following Taskmaster. And uh, who else did we get that was a, a sad disappointment?
0: Oh, uh, m- uh, minor or uh, major. Uh, you talking about mutant wise? Yeah, what? not no, not Ursa Major, but Ursa Major, uh, yeah. definitely
2: the first mutant introduced in the MCU was Ursa Major. Yeah,
0: but... yeah, and, and he we seen him get his arm broke, <laughs> and he never turned into a bear. Yeah, which, sad day <laughs> it was. It was. So I, I, actually, uh, speaking of Moore, <laughs> the, uh, the the actor that we have, I can't think of his name. I... Gore, yes, Ben. Thank you. Gore was the other really
2: sad character uh, introduction of yeah, a Marvel yeah. character that, and what other is sad
0: wrong. from the last movie we've seen that rhymes with the Gore. Thor. Thor was the other sad portrayal portrayal that we've seen of the character last in the MCU. Uh anyways, I mean I'm, I'm sure Ben will agree. Uh, I'm
2: sure Ben will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure he will. So uh um, also, the the actor. I mean, just the guy that's portraying Namor. Like, I feel like we're getting a good Namor. I mean, honestly, I, I to me, the guy they picked for Namor and, and the portrayal they have with him in the MCU is just like the upgrade uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, Aquaman is a blonde guy in tights that can open up a can of sardines. And then we got Jason Momoa, you know, on cinema. And, like, like man, Aquaman looks like badass. You know, oh, we got Namor. I mean, Namor looks a lot more beefy and badass, too. I mean... Yeah, so
2: so I forget his name, but the uh, creator of Namor, no, he oh, was a creator. Okay. Yeah, the creator of Namor okay. actually posted an image of himself. He's like seventy years old, and he's in incredible shape. And he's like, it's sad whenever the creator is in better shape than the actor playing the superhero on screen. <laughs> and I was like, damn, shots fired. <laughs> is he that in shape? He's ripped, really. And, oh man, uh, Tana Cuerta. I yeah, yeah. His name. He's uh you he's, know, he's he's in good shape. He's yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. he's bulky, but like he's not ripped. You know, he's not like yeah, sure. He's not like Hugh Jackman. He's got Wolverine. cool ass
0: piercings though. You know, yeah. and that to me also just gives him that more cool factor. So I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Landon's doing his best early blake impression right now man not everybody can impersonate or impersonate blake (laughs) plus you really don't want to impersonate blake trust me it was really rough the first three months yeah well the first time blake
2: was on the show he was a guest he wasn't uh he wasn't it was audio only actually yeah it was back when we were just doing the audio podcast and he he'd been "Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm." he'd been listening to our (laughs) podcast for a while and he came in and sat down and didn't say anything almost the whole podcast and when it was over I said uh, yeah you didn't really talk much he goes I'm such a huge fan I was just like blown away that I was sitting there watching it happen live yeah
0: (laughs) yeah. and and then you you have someone like Danny you know I'm like man I have such a passion and such a like just strong feeling for the MCU and the 90s cartoons and you got someone like him that comes in and he just kind of Starts talking about all this stuff that you thought you knew about, but you didn't. And then he tells you about it. And you're like, wow, that's, that's a little overwhelming and intimidating. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, you're like soaking it in so you're not talking because you're learning stuff that you never knew about. And it was, man, I'm not going to lie. It took me a minute to get on my shell.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how I am sitting over there helping with tech stuff. I'm just absorbing everything and sure. learning new stuff. Yeah. and
0: Heather intimidates me every time we're here. Every time. Like we, I, I swear oh, to god. I'm like, do I now. look her in the eyes or do I not look her in the eye? Oh shit. i mean, in the eyes. When it comes to technical
2: directors, Heather's top of the chain, for sure. Oh god,
1: yeah. yeah. I learned long ago not to um not to pretend not to be intimidated by the sheer authority she has. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's a perfect description actually. Yeah, <laughs> actually it is. It really really is. All right, is so
2: uh king of
0: her corner over there. Yeah. Uh, On to the next thing in Ribbon Reel. Uh The one thing that we've probably is probably broke the internet. The one thing that... I can't believe you didn't I'm, lead with I'm, this. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Way to bury the lead, Blake. Th- this is really... Well, I didn't want to, like, just... Man, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to have to go... I didn't want to go change my pants right off the bat. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, oh, but, God. speaking of changing pants, which I've done three times this week after rewatching TikToks and announcements, uh, Deadpool 3, September 2024. And... Ryan Reynolds announced that we are getting Wolvie back. Hugh Jackman is Wolvie on top of that. And let's be honest, guys. So Patrick Stewart and Logan, Hugh (laughs) Hugh Jackman literally said they would not come back and would discriminate or, like, ruin what Fox gave us with the Logan series, which took place in 2029, okay? So that took place in 2029, and then, boom, we get Patrick Stewart back in Multiverse Madness. Still didn't script him. I mean, they're sticking to it. They didn't script that timeline. So he's in Earth 838. Is that correct? Yes. 838. So obviously, boom, we got him back and money talks. So we are getting Deadpool, as we also seen through Deadpool 2. Deadpool was hopping through these timelines with Cable's uh, watch or bracelet that you want to say that he fixed. And so... We still think that he's not going to stand you know, to to the thing of ruining the Fox's Logan uh, timeline and, and the story that they created with him dying. So that only leads me to believe, and this is one of the heaviest rumors, is that not only are we getting Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, and Deadpool 3, but more than likely, since we got Patrick Stewart in 838, we're getting the Wolverine from 838. With that being said, we got Patrick Stewart from 838 with the original gold wheelchair, the green uh, suit coat, the blue tie, striped tie. So we're probably going to get Hugh Jackman in a freaking yellow, black, and blue comic accurate suit from 838 that Deadpool's going to hop into that timeline, and it's literally going to service us fans better than anything has since life has been invented. So that uh, – I think I can agree with that idea because Deadpool was supposed to appear in the
2: end of Multiverse of Madness, and right. they cut that scene, and I think that probably the reason for that scene cut is that they're going to be using that, that idea 100%. of him entering the, the 838. Illuminati's
0: 838
2: area. Yes. In uh, in his in his movie.
0: And I could not be more excited. Like, like we got a little tease at the end of The Wolverine, you know, where he opens up the suitcase, gets a little yellow and black, you know, deal, and we're like, oh, but he never gets to put it on. And then, you know, we get Logan, and they're like, boom, it's over. Uh, oh, my God. If they just put Hugh Jackman on screen one time in the comic accurate suit, I could die a happy man. Yeah. I really can. I, I can die a happy man and be completely pleased.
1: I gotta say, if he does show up in that accurate yellow and black suit, mm. Deadpool's gonna be cracking jokes the entire oh God, time yeah. about
0: it. Yeah, and and we see also with their TikTok that did the video they did, where you know they go to explain what takes place in the movie and uh, "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" I think comes yeah. on or some Wham song yes. comes on by Wham. Yeah. Uh, so it, one of the actions though is Wolverine literally going like this. Yeah. You know, into and his head. Deadpool so, stabbing yeah. him. While so he's I stabbing truly him feel like we're going to get a stabby scene with them just going back and forth to each other, healing and just trying to go at each other. I can't. I can't wait. Like I, I literally think this is probably going to be the most epic MCU movie ever made. Do you remember uh, when Mark Ruffalo went on the Jimmy Fallon show
2: and described the entirety of Endgame to the audience, and they cut his audio, but he actually was describing the movie? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So wow. it was a it was a, a promotional thing they did where he went on Jimmy Fallon and actually explained what was happening in, uh, in Endgame. Hmm and they cut his audio as he started talking but everybody in the audience still got to hear his description and he actually described the movie and i'm thinking that this thing with the where where hugh jackman and uh, ryan reynolds are talking about what's in the movie they were literally talking about what's in the movie like they legit were saying underneath
0: the music what actually is happening so Oh I no, think i feel like right. they really were yeah yeah uh, so Taylor Burton says Wade convinces Logan to wear the yellow and black suit and when Logan comes out in it Deadpool starts taking pictures on his little film camera and Logan says go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be, be honest one. with you Taylor's got some of the best ideas to put in the movies yeah he yeah. said early further up there
2: that any he's excited about the uh black panther 2 movie because it's got a runtime of two hours and 40 minutes it, i know yeah, it's in your yeah, room okay. mail, but he said any movie <laughs> past two and a half hours
0: has to be good and i agree with that oh 100 percent. i mean well i mean mcu's proven that i mean they they have that record to go by um uh, so uh britney says in deadpool though you see first class you do you see first class but also he has the the bracelet where he's going through time so he can hop and, through any timeline really. And that's
2: the fox timeline. and yeah. what we're, what you're saying is that he'll be jumping realities. So he'll be in the yeah. 8th, He'll jump into the eight three eight and then jump into the six one six.
0: I truly feel like he will.
2: And yeah, and I, I think that what will be cool, especially with uh, secret Wars coming up, is that some of those first class
0: characters could still end up. In the MCU. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope they are. Because, like, I, even though the timelines didn't really match up in the Fox universe, and, you know, we get, we get 70s, 80s, 90s, and they're like, shit, we get James McAvoy to uh, Patrick Stewart in 10 years. Uh, you know, even though that doesn't really make sense, if they would really stick with the, uh, the X Men first class age level, really, I, I think that would be great. Because those actors were phenomenal to me. Like, Ma- Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, I, I couldn't ask for a better person to be for a young Xavier Magneto.
2: I can agree with that. Uh, I, I, I What was it? The end of uh, – was it Apocalypse? Or it wasn't Days of Future Past. It, it was uh, it was end of the Phoenix saga, right, whenever uh, McAvoy went bald as Professor X?
1: No, that was no, in, uh, that Apocalypse. Was, that was, that Apocalypse. was the end of Apocalypse, Apocalypse. yeah. Because really... Apocalypse is
0: actually what caused him to lose his hair, wasn't it? When the, yeah. I when... think, yeah, the stuff was like flying around, and he's just like – her, her went all, oh because it was when he was doing the body transference yeah yeah the body transference
2: yes when he was doing the body transference um and or so
0: transference or whatever i don't
1: little know little did we all know that was just one long movie to explain how a viewer went
0: got bald yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, even though i love uh perfect thank you who, who was it that played uh, oh man Who played apocalypse it, uh, it was Moon Knight. Moon, was, yeah. Uh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Even though he's a phenomenal actor, my God, that was such a bad portrayal so of bad. Apocalypse. And, so I, and I hated bad. that because like the Storm, Storm was a great portrayal. I really loved that. And Psylocke was amazing. That To me, that was the most character on there. But uh, <laughs> all, all of those actors were really good and great, great portrayals it. except for Apocalypse. And so that be such a big character. It was really kind of a letdown, but oh well. Britney says that they said that this is a continuation of the
2: first two movies. And, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, I think that it's totally possible. Again, at the end of uh, uh, Deadpool 2, he has uh, Cable's time displacer. And we've learned from the MCU that playing with timelines is how you create alternate timelines. So messing with the timeline at the end credits of uh, Deadpool 2 may be what moves him into the 838 and then eventually to the 616. Um I think that we're we're probably going to get some multiversal universe hopping the same way we did with uh you know uh Multiverse of Madness and then um also with uh uh Loki. Right. Uh we're going to see some we're going to see some variants again and some of those variants are the Fox X-Men.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh so do we want to keep talking about this cuz I can talk about this I the just, whole show. I'm just so excited. Like, like I am so excited. Please. I do
1: have one more thing? Go um, for it. If you think this is how they're gonna bring mutants into the Marvel movies,
0: how? He's asking.
2: Well, oh, yeah. if oh. you think
1: this is how, do you think they'll use this as a way to bring in any other characters?
0: What What do you, what do you mean, Les? like? Do we think this is how? Like, what? What? Which way?
2: He's saying if we think that them moving Logan from the 838 mm-hmm. into the 616 is the way they're going to
0: introduce mutants into the MCU films, uh, uh, not necessarily I, the shows, but the films. I, I don't think it's the way they're going to introduce them. I don't I don't think we're even going to get Logan to go out of 838 to 616.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Ben. She-Hulk's trash. Thank you, Ben. We're yeah, not even cool. talking about yeah. She-Hulk yet. <laughs> yeah, just, just hold that comment to uh, a few more things. Uh, I, I really don't think we're going to get uh, Hugh Jackman out of 838. I, I really don't. I think uh, as bad as I really want to see him come into the MCU, the current MCU, and let him keep training it, I think we're going to get a thing with like Patrick Stewart. I think we're going to get a... A uh, a great movie with him in it in Eight Three Eight, but that's gonna be it's gonna be a one and done. It's gonna be a fan service thing, uh. That way, too mean people can't really give Kevin Feige a hard time. They gave that final last thing that people have been waiting for since two since two thousand, mm-hmm. uh. And and I think after that is when they're gonna figure out how to bring the mutants in there whichever way that may be but as in a new portrayal of Wolverine with a new new actor and I, I agree with what Brittany's saying so even though mutants haven't
2: appeared in the theater they've already introduced Miss Marvel to the right. uh, MCU and she's the first uh, mutation mutant, yep. um, on screen and the uh, the Marvels will be out prior to this film so there will already be a mutant on screen
0: in an MCU film Monica Rambeau and actually yeah and, and they're yeah. saying Monica Rambeau is also going to fall Yeah, because they're saying that she had a mutation before even uh, the stuff that we've seen with her in WandaVision because of the little kind of nod they gave to her with her scans.
2: Yeah, so Nick says he just got back from the future and uh, turns out Hugh Jackman actually isn't in Deadpool 3. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that if it if it wasn't for Hugh Jackman
0: saying he was. So
2: Well also the uh the logo for the film is Wolverine's claws coming yeah, through dead yeah. through his
0: face. So yeah. Pretty
2: pretty strong indicator that I are mean, gonna mark. We love you, it that Nick, way.
0: but I mean I I feel like I feel like it's pretty legit.
2: Also, if they misdirect with this, if they like tell us Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine, and he gets, like, a 15-second cameo,
0: like, Vanisher in the end of well, Deadpool 2. I swear to God. I wouldn't I would I wouldn't put that past them, them doing that. They better but not. But I don't think they would actually have the claws slashing through Deadpool's logo on the actual poster, the first, uh, well, wow, draw the blank. First teaser poster? Yeah. I don't think they would go that extent of having his claws slashing through it. It was going to be, like, a real quick 15-second cameo. And I, uh...
2: Uh, I think Malnourished uh, set up there somewhere. Or, no, it was Jesse. It was Jesse Erndue. He said that uh, they played, uh, paid 11 gajillion dollars to get Hugh Jackman. Oh, I, I guarantee it's going to be you, for a 15 second cameo. I
0: guarantee you. I don't care how long it is, but I guarantee you that man is making probably the most he's made out of any, any movie he's done. Guarantee it. Because nobody, I mean, he's, ne- he's always been in high demand and everybody loves his portrayal of Wolverine, but nobody's wanted his Wolverine portrayal more than ever than now yeah for sure
2: nick beck uh says it's a lie trust me i'm a doctor uh the only thing i'm taking away from that statement nick is that from now on when you enter a room i'm gonna say hi dr
0: nick like from the simpsons i can't believe i have to explain this anyway so i'm what was it? i've never really watched simpsons My, hey is God. that mephisto in your shirt huh mephisto
1: oh no it's okay. a
0: it's a d de- it's a demon
1: it's a demon and on the bottom it says
2: the morning ritual. Oh, it's coffee they're stirring. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's funny. Some Mephisto coffee. Gotcha. I have Thanks. sold my soul for coffee already. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll do I it. I did again. that at eight years old. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again, too.
0: But like way younger than Blake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the next thing we got?
0: All right. So, uh, the next thing we have on the list is a. Uh, so, Scarlet Witch, like Elizabeth Olsen's getting really very talkative uh, you know and everybody's like oh did she die you know multiverse of madness uh Kevin Feige's kind of been like oh you know kind of like giving us a lot of vague stuff everybody's giving us vague stuff she literally made a statement that she is continuing and heading towards her redemption with her character so i don't know you know if she's going to be alive to portray her next role because of what she dropped, kind of like admitting that. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they're going to replace her character because she done gave it out. But I, I, I think without a doubt, with her saying that and really saying that her character is working toward a redemption art, that we're 100% getting Scarlet Witch back. And, and I'm not going to lie, uh, with the character portrayal and the evolution of her character, I'm really glad that she is going to get a redemption. Cause I love her character. Like, I really do. Yeah. And I really hated to see it end on such a bad note, you know, like like that. I mean, if they're not going to do House of M in the
2: comics, but they're going to at least angle towards kind of a House of M story, which right. was a psychotic break for Scarlet Witch, uh, she's going to end as a villain and then find some kind of redemption, as she has in sure. the Avengers comics uh, before. So, I think, um, I think that uh, we'll we'll probably see that full on Wanda uh, redemption arc, and I think that maybe. Uh, <laughs> Blake is the real Wolverine fan. Get out of here. <laughs> um, but maybe... <laughs> my brother. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sidetracked now. But maybe in Secret Wars, we'll see Quicksilver back, too. Oh, shit. Did you see Ben's comment? said yeah. you, you might have had coffee first, Danny, but Blake, is... Blake loved Wolverine first. <laughs> That's not even possible.
0: <laughs> I was already into Wolverine before Blake was born. <laughs> well, if, if you actually... I actually have... Uh... Oh uh, shit! What is it? Where they like do the scan over the belly and you see the baby in there? The ultrasound. Ultrasound. The ultrasound. Sorry. So I actually have ultrasound saved that my that my mom saved, and literally the ultrasound is like my silhouette doing this right here in the
1: womb. In the womb. You the had. Womb.
0: So like literally, you like you you see me doing you know the claw symbol. So that's that's very accurate. And the only person that really knows that Elvis has been until now. So this is the first time I've really shared it and been open to the public with this. So. You know, I mean, it's it's out and personal now. I I am the real Wolverine fan because of my ultrasounds. Oh my god, I'm gonna get Wolverine's mask tattooed on my face. (laughs) (laughs)
2: We'll end this conversation forever.
1: Like what else you got? Hair too? Are you gonna grow it all out? Get rid of the mohawk and get Wolverine's hair too?
2: It's like
0: a reverse mohawk, really.
1: Uh, no, so next no thing I'm on the not. list uh,
0: this is uh, just speculation this is rumors kind of like a fan theory whatever there's no confirmation of this at all but alright so you know Ned learned in in the Spider-Man No Way Home that you know he's like oh my god you know all these Spider-Man's best friends became evil and he he's like made this big deal but I'm not I'm never gonna betray you I'm always gonna be your best friend Peter well so now the theory is because we do have a symbiote from Tom Hardy in the MCU now even though he was Taken back to this universe is that the symbiote actually goes for Ned, and that's how Ned's going to turn bad, <laughs> and Ned's going to be maybe I don't know necessarily going to be Venom, maybe he will be Venom, and that's how he's going to be the evil best friend of Peter Parker's in <laughs> the MCU. I think that <laughs> I I love the speculation that Ned Leeds will eventually become a right. villain.
2: He's Hobgoblin in the comics, uh, but I don't think we're going to get that. I think that uh, I th- I think really. Based on the, the you know, three Spider Man films we've got, I think they've kind of played out
0: Ned Leed's character. I wonder if I we're actually, gonna I see agree. him back in the next yeah. one. I mean, let the kid go to college, let him get his, you know, engineering degree, let him live his life. We don't need
1: him. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I mean with these rumors going around, they could play into that and provide like a bait and switch. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So what's the movie where Kevin Hart The Rock uh, went to high school together, and he like bullied him because he was overweight. And then he grows up and becomes The Rock.
1: I know what you're talking about.
2: Is it where they work both for the FBI or whatever? Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Intelligence. So, uh, what if they do a thing? What if they do a thing where like Ned's not on the in the movies for like the next two Spider-Man films, and then he comes back, but it's not that actor; it's like The Rock. And, and, oh man <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would actually or, make sense or too or an
0: equivalently yeah. sure. large ripped man to sure. take
2: take his place
0: yeah he said uh, Ned deserves to become a villain uh, I mean know.
2: I love the uh, spelling of Hobgoblin and how it's fallen apart uh, Hobgoblin, Gob Hoblin
0: and Linob Gob
2: <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs>
0: Uh, so we also have M- M- Maharshal Ali, wow, Maharshal Ali, playing Blade, right? So he's actually, ex- like, told us he's being very frustrated with the progress on Blade. He said that he feels like with all the projects going on that Kevin Feige is spread too thin. As soon as he said that, he's like, now don't kill the messenger, that's what I've been told. Nick, I will come find you, I swear to God. Anyway. Making a good...
2: No, don't worry about it, just keep going. Hmm. Just keep going.
0: mm all right. So anyways, uh, yeah, Mahershala Ali's uh, pretty upset with the progress of Blade. I'm sure Blade's going to turn out fantastic. He, there is supposedly only like two action sequences in this movie, which is uh, a little questionable, you know, considering the character and what the movie is going to be about or... <laughs>
2: So. Heather and I are making the same <laughs> yeah, face. God, I don't like uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: I know. I have a hard time believing that the Blade and, movie
2: is only going to have two action
0: scenes and, in it. And then even though he followed it with, you know, oh, don't kill the messengers is what I've been told. That's a, that's a pretty bold statement to make public saying that, oh, man, Kevin Feige is being stretched too thin with so many projects. And I'm really, you know, concerned about this. That's Babe. that's very bold. Like, bro, you may want to shut the hell up because you may not be the next Blade Like seriously, they may bring Wesley's knives back in and say, screw you. (laughs) Probably not. But they may put it in his claws to make sure he pays his taxes first. So Okay. (laughs) So
2: (laughs) Marvel Studios is incredible at drumming up fan speculation and interest in their movies based on these small little like leaks, drops, whatever. It is entirely possible. That with the lineup they've got coming forward for the MCU, that it was intentional that they had ma- ma- Maharshali, Maharshala, Mahar, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Mama Maharshali. Ali, <laughs> Maharshali, Mahar, I'm, I'm I'm doing bad. the The guy playing Blade, the uh they uh, Maharshali Blade, Maharshal- Blade, Mahar, Maharshali Ali. Ali. Ooh, that's usually that's Marsha me. Holly that's Holly. usually me guys talking I, I said it fine at the beginning of the show I don't know what's happening I think I might be having a stroke um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yep <laughs> let's face uh, but <laughs> I think it's entirely possible that that was a staged comment that it's like uh, Kevin Feige is really stretched thin and we're having a hard time and I'm a little aggravated about it and boom they just drop sure. 10 movies in a row that are just incredible you
0: yeah. feel,
1: yep. what do you think
2: What's your thoughts on that? This is an opinion based show. I need your opinion.
1: No pressure. I do not know. <laughs> That's a
0: great opinion. So, uh, on to the next thing. We got uh Werewolf by Night. Man, I'm I'm excited for this. I really am. Uh I I love a good old black and white horror story. Uh I I really love how they're keeping it I mean, like like at nineteen 19- 50s 40s you know horror story but obviously we know with you know with the technology and the and the cgi and stuff we have going on uh the the reports are this is one of the most violent gory vicious projects that mcu or disney plus at all has ever put out uh and we're going to get that in black and white so to me you know that's still gonna even though it's gonna be like that vicious and gory it's still gonna dumb it down because we're not getting the actual Colorations, you know, of the red blood and all this, Uh, but but the cast looks phenomenal. The trailer we got looks phenomenal. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'm I'm truly excited about it. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm really excited about the introduction of more supernatural characters, especially Man Thing. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, being brought in. Now, now, one thing I was a little disheartened about with this was I really was hoping I didn't expect this to be like a black and white horror. Even though I'm excited about it, I expected it to be more of a tie-in with Moon Knight. And maybe we get like a little Moon Night sequence or something with it, uh, considering you know the the comics. But uh, I don't know. I'll tell you
2: what I didn't expect was a tie-in with Loki. The TVA is in the trailer.
0: I miss that. <laughs> really? <laughs> How did you miss that?
2: Yeah, they are attacking the werewolf by the werewolf, and he kills like three TVA agents in the trailer. Oh, that makes me a little bit happier then. Yeah. yeah okay. So it's a, cool. it's actually a tie-in nice. with Loki season two. Sure. Um, and, and there's no confirmation as to where that's going to happen. Like if it's earlier before Mm -hmm. Loki and, uh, uh, oh my God, your name killed Kang.
0: You know, what would be crazy. It's like, we get the story werewolf by night. It's black and white. It's a horror story. So this is a whole nother, uh, universe that we've never seen. And then obviously, like, there's something going on that's about to, you know, spike the timeline. This is prior to Loki, where we ended at Loki 1. And then literally it ends with the TVA coming in and just purging that timeline, and it's gone. It never existed. We get this, like, one done deal. But that, that would be really cool to get a storyline for that, and they do purge it, and it's gone.
1: Yeah, Just a one and done...
0: Yeah, storyline, and that that way we get the fan service of Werewolf by Night. We get the fan service of the black and white horror, but we don't have to worry about like how is this really going to tie into the whole continuation, you know, of the MCU. And all of a sudden, boom, TVA shows up, they purge it, it's done and gone, and we get the fan service for some things that we've never had before. Well, I think
2: with the introduction of Elsa Bloodstone in Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, um, the the uh, the the Werewolf by Night character, mm-hmm. um, I, I believe the plan is to keep those actors in position in the mcu going forward so i don't think that uh in, unless they get rid of that timeline and then those characters still pop up in our timeline sure. because obviously they'd be variants but um i i, I think it's going to be more um more like the the things they're doing are going to impact the broader mcu and like the scope of magic uh, might even introduce vampires mm-hmm. um gotta hope yeah, uh, so which we f- need for Blade. Yes, we do uh, for its two action scenes, and it's it's entirely possible that whatever they're doing that night, I know they're trying to find uh, a creature, and I, I believe it is the werewolf, and then it turns bad on all of them when mm-hmm. Man Thing shows up and. Uh all of that goes down, but I believe that something will happen that night that will have consequences that stretch out across the MCU introducing more supernatural what
0: would be cool characters and elements. If they get the TVA battle going right? They're in there trying to beat back this these people and what they're about to cause on this timeline to have this uh not incursion, but whatever, you know, this big spike. Uh and then obviously like while they're doing this battle, we have like maybe one or two vampires slip through the gate the gateway of the TVA. And then that's how the vampires actually get their way into the 616 or whatever. And that that's how the vampires uh, story starts. And we get that with the blade in 616. That would be, be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah.
2: So Ben said, we need more Morbius. Talk about a good movie. Tell me you want to ruin your credibility, but without telling me you want to ruin your credibility. <laughs> it is definitely not Morbin time. I watched he, he, that. He,
0: he loves Morbius, but he hates She-Hulk. Hmm. I watched that smelly turd of a movie now there's parts of morbius i really did enjoy like but there's a lot of parts i really didn't yeah it's uh, it's rough um
1: i don't i don't really care how bad the movie was because it's had such a cultural impact on the memes alone oh Mm -hmm. the the morbid time memes yeah and the memes were so prevalent That Sony brought it back for a second time in theaters. (laughs) The funniest
2: thing about Morbius is that attempt to like, oh, it's got a cult following. Let's get it back in theaters. And it just did worse than the first time. I don't
1: know if it is, but it might be the first movie to flop twice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, you, say, you get Avatar return. You get Spider Man No Way Home returns. I think you get Endgame that returns. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then out of nowhere, Morbius returns. How does that even fall in that category? Like, it just do not even make sense. They were literally just trying to find so any desperate. way to make a dime off of this so movie, and It did not work. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, Jared Leto it tends to follow him, you know, he, you know so. I don't know that it was necessarily his fault. It was a really, really... It's never his fault, is it?
2: I don't... It was just a really, really run-of-the-mill superhero story. It yeah, was origin, Joker. bad guy, that's the same thing. Yeah. You just... They fight.
1: It was an origin where he wasn't even Morbius for a good portion of it. Which because is a yeah.
0: huge superhero movie sin that mm-hmm. they've gotten away from and now... Well, here's what bothers me. I want to see the turquoise hair. Yeah, I did get the turquoise hair for Morbius. That bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? I, I think of Morbius. I think of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. There you go. Yeah. Red eyes, white skin, turquoise hair. Yeah. I think of the comics, but... Yeah. That's you know, well, your age, you know, so... Yeah. that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the next thing, we also have... Okay. So this ties into the Deadpool Wolverine thing. This is my second most excited thing. So, literally, there's a... It's on Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember which one it is. So, John Krasinski's page, like his legit... It was on Twitter. Twitter, okay, his legit page shares where Ryan Reynolds is like, okay, guys, I'm about to spill a secret, and he literally gets on. He's like, is this about our movie? And I will tell you what, I don't. That makes me all not as happy as Wolverine, Hugh Jackman yeah. being a Deadpool, but I'm talking about just like a notch below because John Krasinski. I don't care what people say on the internet. When we got him in Multiverse of Madness, perfect to me, perfect perfect Reed Richards yeah uh, you know and Sue Storm was always a lot younger anyways so they could still do whatever they wants it could be Emily Blunt it could be whoever but like John Krasinski felt like Reed Richards he, he portrayed Reed, Reed Red- uh- Re- uh, Mr. Fantastic very well
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reed Richards you
0: say that a whole lot of times and it really screws with you but uh, no I, man I really hope this is real I hope that was a legit reason legit leak that he is going to return as Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie <laughs> Uh, that Matt Shackman's going to be directing. I. What's your opinion? Is it possible?
2: So, the the director of Multiverse of Madness said that he thinks Reed Richards survived being turned into all the snakes
0: i i mean you um, see his he brain. survived worse at the comics he has survived worse it's true comics. no it's true because yeah. uh, he's been tortured on that that bed or whatever where they like pretty much did the same thing yeah um it, it is possible that he
2: literally was talking about deadpool 3 and that in it, it, when deadpool visits the 838 mm-hmm. reed has pulled himself back together
0: I'm okay with that. Long as long as it's
2: John Krasinski, Krasinski, I'm okay with that. <laughs> in another cameo, and that we'll still get a different Reed Richards. Now, me, personally, I think Krasinski should be Reed Richards. I, I and do, I, too. I, And I agree with it. doesn't need to be Emily Blunt. No. That is uh, – what was the C4? other – what was the most recent rumor? Who was that actress? It uh, was, actually, uh, let me – I shared it with you guys.
0: Oh, did you? Um, Let's see.
2: Yeah. Um. But that was that was a great idea of uh, who to cast as uh, uh, f- uh, Sue Storm, and oh, it was a brother and sister team. What was it? It was uh, oh, there's oh, a- yeah,
4: D'Azario. I don't know Yes, how to say it was
2: uh, uh, Dodario. What's what's her first name? Alexandra Alexandria Daddario. Yo, there's, and there's a latest one, actually. I just ran across today. we uh, rumored to maybe be cast as Sue Storm and Johnny Storm, which is incredible. Yeah. Malnourished. The twins. Yes, they were twins. Uh, Reed being so painfully oblivious and daft in Multiverse of Madness might be a long-term plan. Feige has been known to do Hood Rat shit like that. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. That's uh, Ben, Ring of Power and House of Dragon are both incredible. I've had a great time watching them. I, I really want more Rings of Power. And um, I feel like Viserys is going to die uh, next episode of uh, Game of Thrones. I, I think he's finally done for. But I am concerned that they're going to carry that—that uh, that they're going to carry that all the way to the end of the season with him being alive. And the last thing of season one is that Viserys is going to die, and then the Battle of the Dragons or um, the yeah the the Battle of the Dragons is going to start um, after.
0: So so the latest thing on Sue Storm right now that's like, people's like, oh, this could be her or whatever, is uh, on MCU uh, The Direct. Uh, literally, let's see, uh, in an interview with E.T., the Marvelous Miss Maisel star Rachel uh, Brosnahan was asked about Fantastic Four casting rumors, and she, if she had any interest in potentially being a part of Marvel Studios' superhero family reboot. She teased that she's about to be available and how being a part of Fantastic Four Project would be a blast. She says she hasn't heard anything, unfortunately, but I'm here. It's our last season, I'm about to be available, and and I should do that. Uh so like that's like the latest spark at the latest, like people's like, oh my god, that would be great. So here's my thing. And it
2: we have this problem with a couple of characters. Uh it's Mary Jane Watson mm-hmm. and it is Sue Storm. Both these characters uh on the side work as professional models in in fashion uh and like that's like a thing that they do um so when you are casting for these characters they should be able to fill those positions of both being a a model (laughs) and a superhero um And I just feel like you do the character a disservice by making them someone like a cursed and dunced Uh, Mary Jane made no sense. Um, No, it didn't. uh, Zendaya, Zendaya makes great sense. Perfect sense. Yes, Uh, but I just think that Sue Storm, uh, that that actress that you're talking about, Zendaya can play her
0: too. That's fine
2: for Marvelous Miss Maisel, uh, while an an attractive lady and no complaint there. I just don't see her filling a spot as both a supermodel and a superhero. And Mm -hmm. I think that the actress needs to be able to pull that off.
1: I agree with that uh, to an extent. I don't. think... I want a no comment. What?
0: I want a no comment. (laughs) No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, I do agree with what you are saying, how the uh, actress needs to be able to – it needs to be believable that they can go from superhero to model. I don't think that's as important of an aspect in these movies. Like,
2: I, I strongly disagree with that. That would be like casting Seth Rogen as Superman. The, this is a part of the character's uh, uh, identity. Uh, just, and, and you can't just put like a soft-bodied schlub in the Superman costume and be like, here you go, here's your Superman. Uh, they, they tend to look for actors that fill that space. Sure. And, and Sue Storm and uh, Mary Jane Watson being models is such a big part of their history as characters. And, and it's fine if, uh, if they wanted whatever. Um, I mean, but she, she could be a model. Yeah, but I think that uh, <laughs> that it is such a, a, a big part of their like storylines from like the '70s forward that there are these like women that can kind of do everything. That whenever you cast an actress who can't kind of do everything as far as uh, you know being in front of cameras, uh, you're you're doing a disservice to these characters' history.
0: Hmm.
1: I'd say that's that that's a fair point.
0: Oh, nope, say it. No, nope. Don't give in. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah.
1: it depends on what they bring from the comics to the movies.
0: They may do right. a different portrayal.
1: Exactly. Well, that's. Yeah. I'm, she well, might
0: be a gardener and uh, a superhero.
2: I guarantee you their Johnny Storm is going to look like a male model. I guarantee you whatever actress. Yeah, has for I think Storm I, no matter what. I think is going right. to look like a male yeah, model. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But their female actress for Sue Storm, mm-hmm. they'll go, you know. That's I don't true. know. I just I'm just saying, yeah. like that yeah. whoever they cast, if they're looking for the right actress, it needs to fill that space because yeah. historically that's what the character
0: does. That's all I'm saying. That's true. It's true. And uh, I mean, was it Nick? I uh, don't. No, Nick's talking about Kristen. that's what he T-shirt. Oh, never mind. Uh. Oh, yeah, Taylor said Chris Evans' Johnny Storm was hard to beat. I felt like Chris Evans played a perfect Johnny Storm. But, like, for a new iteration of Johnny Storm, I know he's starting to get a little older, but they can still pull it off. I think Zac Efron would be the perfect Johnny Storm. I can agree. I, I really do. I think he would be – I mean, he has got the. He can be the arrogant person. You know, he's got the looks. And I, I think he has everything to pull that Jessica off. Jessica Alba was a great casting for Sue Storm. Oh, yeah. No, I great cast. Like Jessica casting. Alba, yeah.
2: She's Gorgeous, just drop dead. You know, if but she's she a good actress, if she wasn't already too. an actress in the MCU, right. um, Charlize Theron would be a great option.
0: She's a little older, even though she doesn't she, seem to she age. Is, but, but she's roughly the same age as John Krasinski's. So. But Sue Storm was always way younger than uh, in the comics. Yes, anyways. she's a, she's a little younger. Yeah, now, I wouldn't say way younger. It's not like a. Two mean, it's like, decade it's, it's like it's like it's like ten to fifteen years of it. I don't
2: think so. I don't think it's that far. Oh, okay, hmm. I don't believe it's that far. It could be. I'm not. But not I don't sure. think so. Um, it, it depends because you get different versions where like Reed was her dad's friend and stuff like that, yeah. but I don't believe that that was the case in and and in... I'm not a big fantastic well, then, then, then four fan. I mean, we almost have to have the the Daddy Richards thing. <laughs> Daddy instead. Richards, yeah. I like it.
0: There you go, <laughs> Britt. There's another shirt for you. <laughs> uh, so on to the next thing, Black Panther two. We're finally getting the runtime: two hours and forty one minutes. One of the longest running MCU movies, and. Here's the thing, like I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't want it any other way. I mean Black Panther Wakanda Forever, both uh, whichever one. They're both so visually beautiful. Uh, the acting, like it's just everything about it is just you don't you don't want it to end. Just kinda like in-game in Infinity War. Well, Infinity War you're like, What the hell? But anyways, uh Man, I I couldn't be more excited for it to be that long of a runtime. Because especially lately our MCU projects we've been getting, whether it be shows or movies, I feel like you know, they're really shortness on what we want or what we need. Uh, so it's really great to hear that we're getting another long running MCU project. I think The follow-up for Black Panther. Black Panther was so incredible.
2: Oh, my God, Um, And it did so much with Mm -hmm. the time that it had. And then we also have to honor Chadwick Boseman after the fact. There's just so many expectations on Black Panther 2. I think that no matter how good this film (laughs) is, it's going to fall short to our expectations, and that's sad. Mm -hmm. But I do hope that it's very good and that it we we all feel very good about what it does because it there is a a space there where it could it could fall very flat um and not honor chadwick Bozeman in a way that we feel makes sense uh so uh i'm i'm concerned but not
0: that concerned i think papa feige's got it and uh, i think we'll be all right but well it says black panther was not even a top five mcu movie yeah you're, you're correct but it was like a number six you know i mean uh, I, I, God, what's my top five
2: MCU movies? Well, it's probably uh, uh it's definitely Winter Soldier. Oh, that's um, one of my favorites. And then it's probably uh, home, uh No Way Home, uh, hmm. and then End Game. Really? Yeah, dude, Ooh. I love No Way Home. Uh, probably No Way Home, then End Game. Uh, and uh, God, what else? Dude, Taylor's um, right. So, Black Panther two trailer was almost as good as Black, Black Panther. Panther probably, woman. I think I think Black Panther is in my top five for really? sure. I think so. Yeah,
0: cool, 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 cool. What else you got? Oh, uh, let's see. Last but not least, so we do have a Funko leak. The Funko leak seems to show Shuri as the Black Panther. I know we speculated it. We get the trailer, and everybody's like making other, you know, assumptions of who the Black Panther is because of the leanness of the body and the shape and everything. And I mean, it's it's been about a fifty-fifty guess. I mean, it really has been. Uh, but this Funko leak seems to really show Shuri as the new Black Panther uh just because of the structure of the face the markings they say uh which i wouldn't i really i wouldn't want it any other way i I would like for sure his younger sister to take up that mantle i mean she's very passionate about it you know she did all the uh technology for him and and keeping him right there on the edge of being safe and and having the best uh battle suit so i I think that's the way it should go
2: yeah i i've been saying it for a while now and i think we agree on this that uh Sure, he is the Black Panther in the comics. That's probably exactly what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Another techie hero would be nice to see. Oh yeah, for sure,
2: especially since one's dead now. Yeah, that's true. They are replacing him with a lot of techie characters. You know, Miss Marvel's got Bruno, and you've got uh, 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 Ironheart. Riri Williams is joining the MCU. Um, I I imagine somewhere in the Hulk canon, we'll get Amadeus Cho eventually, since his mother was in. Uh, the uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, so. I can agree
0: with Ben. Black Panther's not ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy, Infinity War, or Ragnarok. I, I would put all three
2: of those above my head. Yeah, I think you're right, Ben. Um, Guardians... I, mean, I
0: love Endgame. Endgame was so good.
2: Guardians 1 and 2 are both good. I kind of feel like, the same way I feel with Deadpool 1 and 2, you have to consider them one movie. Because mm. uh, they just pick right up where the last one left off. But I, I uh, still yet, uh,
0: Can't hear him Blake Hickman.
4: Yeah, you just cut out a while ago. That's weird. Did you I can hear you now though. Oh yeah,
0: okay, yeah. you're coming through. Okay. Yeah, cool. I always come through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> always come through in the end. Uh
0: so maybe not in the middle, but the yeah, end.
2: Yeah, Ben, I think you're right. I think Black Panther does fall
0: under my top five. You're right. Yep. So uh you have anything else to add to that? Uh, any other news I missed don't... uh your uh, my cut window this week? Uh I don't believe so uh so no. cool so that's this week on rumor mill these rumors have been milled blake
2: thank you for those incredible rumors and, and milling them for us it uh, was great so to we deliver did them. get andor last week um i'm two episodes in i haven't uh and i there was four episodes out now uh, yeah, there is four. Like, There's four yeah. episodes out now. I'm two episodes in. I haven't had time to catch up to the rest of it. Uh, I've been binging uh, uh, Ruby okay. since we have the voice actors from Ruby coming to Cape for our uh, for Cape Comic Con this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and so I have not had time to get caught up on uh, Andor. But from the first two episodes, it's I'm not like in love with it, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is another reason why I didn't finish it. Uh, it's very slow. And uh I don't know. I I already know what happens to Cassie and Andor and I already know what happens with like getting the Death Star plans. Right. So I I, yeah, I I mean I watched part right. of
0: the first episode. Nothing against it. I just haven't had time, so but uh yeah. It's, uh
2: and, and and it's definitely no Mandalorian for me. It it doesn't have that kind of exciting really? adventure. It's it's I, like I'm, a I'm
0: seeing a perfect mixture of fifty fifty people like complaining about it, but then like half the people literally like saying that it's really great. Yeah.
1: I haven't been able to see any of it. Midterms are coming up, and kind of been busy.
2: Yeah, the Makes midterm sense. elections are coming up. Make sure you're registered to vote. <laughs> uh, get out and vote, people. You can't bitch about it if you didn't if you didn't take part in it. This is true. uh DCEU personnel did something else tragic that doesn't matter because we're never getting good movies. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what uh, did they do? It, He's he's just making – I think he's just making stuff up. Uh, well, I mean, that's typical I, for them. It's, so. it's a shot in the dark, but it probably hits something. Uh, so have you all watched
0: uh, She-Hulk? Episode I six? did watch yeah. episode six of She-Hulk. So, like, I've been, you know, firmly standing behind She-Hulk. Uh, I'm saying, like, you know, it's just a fun law comedy. Uh, I like what they're doing with it. Uh, this past episode's really got me questioning it now, to be honest with you. I mean it was it was the shortest episode I believe that they put out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh and we've got She Hulk right at the very end, which they tell us at the beginning, it's just Jen, you know. Uh but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I, I get it being a law comedy, but they really got me like hmm. You could so, be a law comedy. I mean, Ragnarok was a great comedy, uh, not Love and Thunder, Ragnarok. But uh, you know, with that being said, <laughs> Dude, you Jesus can Christ give a great continuation a bit, <laughs> of you know of, of a storyline, uh, of the MCU, and give us great comedy, but with something a little more behind it. You know, and I, and I, I, you know, we get the leader is going to be in Captain America: New New World Order, and that could be a real tease. I, I really think that uh, the leader is behind this group. It's uh, trying to get she hulk's blood or whatever and i'm really hoping that we get somewhere more with that not just get like a little 30 second scene at the end and the rest of the episode just be i'm gonna be honest with you, it was shit to me it was shit I, I did not i mean i don't know and like i want to know is it bad writing or is there actually meaning behind everything that's happening because this last episode you know we get this family friend who has her as a bridesmaid so we're like okay that that's that's cool, whatever. And then she shows up as She-Hulk, and she's like, oh, I don't want you to be a She-Hulk because I don't want you to take the time away from me. But then she shows up at the end drunk, so excited that She-Hulk's at her wedding. So, like, is this girl being paid to set her up not to be She-Hulk so she can get penetration of her skin to be, get blood, and sample? Diggity. Or is there other things that are going on? Or is this just bad writing and it was a bullshit episode? Uh, there's a lot of things to me that's kind of, like, up in the air and not really making sense or really tying in together. So for my part in this, uh, the
2: episode, I think, and Ben's going to flame me the second I say it. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, The thing with these episodes is that you are seeing Jen's transformation from lawyer to lawyer who got superpowers, who wanted to stay a lawyer, to embracing the she hulk name then having to fight for the she hulk name then earning it back Mm -hmm. then going to a wedding where she was excited to show up as she hulk as opposed to hiding her she hulk form Mm -hmm. and then being crestfallen that she had to turn back into jen as opposed to getting to be she hulk because this whole ep the whole show has been leading up to her embracing being she hulk and now she has to go to this wedding and
0: not be she hulk I just feel like we could have got all that in one episode. Jesus,
2: let me finish the thing. Sorry,
0: I'm so sorry. (laughs) But I do think that there's a lot in these
2: episodes that is background- that we're going to get wrapped up at the end of the series. I do I think hope. it's good writing. I, I
0: hope. I really do. I think
2: Josh, the guy that she met at the wedding who mm. likes her as Jen, is doesn't. That that is not the case.
0: Yep, I agree. He
2: is, he is a plant by the Intelligentsia. We also got the Intelligentsia in this episode. Right. The Intelligentsia is a group led by the leader at some point in the comics, right. and then MODOK took it over. Yep. But it has been led by some of the brightest villains in the Marvel Universe, and we got it in the MCU. Which means that we're going to see some sort of villain organization which we haven't gotten yet in the com in the movies um secondly we're going to we get uh we do get on screen they've come up with what is probably vibranium needles to try to get she hulk's blood it seems like everything happening is all about somebody trying to capture she hulk's blood to create new hulks I'll, I'll get to ben's thing in a minute um so the the other thing, um the the girl at the wedding who mm. she, sober she didn't want her to be She Hulk and then when she gets drunk she's like I'm so excited you're here I love yeah. She-Hulk. I think that's true. I think that she want she would have rather had She-Hulk there than Jen, but she was set up to okay. get her there as just a human so they could try to So drunk to...
0: wise her true her true wanted to come out, yeah. you know, was so sober wise she yeah. felt under pressure and like okay. And I think I mean also... I would I really hope you're right. I, that's how I want us to go. I really want us to be that route like you're saying. And uh, directing there because otherwise it's going to prove just shitty writing. And and I feel like Marvel's smarter than that. They they bring on writers who are talented. Uh, I just I hope it ties in, you know, at the end. Ben,
2: what's the superhero or supervillain group that we've already gotten in the MCU that's an established group from the M from the Six One Six comics? Because other than uh, Ten Rings, other than Hydra, Ten uh, rings? the the Ten Rings is an organization, but it's not a team like the Sinister Six. Or, like, the um, Thunderbolts the Thunderbolts would be a great one, but we haven't gotten that in the, mm. the movies yet. Uh, maybe uh, The Wrecking Crew would probably be the one that takes place, the other one, and that's also been introduced in She-Hulk. It's a villain group. Uh, but the um, I would say that She-Hulk is leading to something bigger, and I think that it is leading I, – I think She-Hulk is the show uh, – also, Titania – Titania has been played as a joke so far in mm-hmm. the show. She's she's really been kind of just there for for co- comedic laughs. But in the comics, Titania kicks She Hulk's ass. Um, so I do believe she's at some point gonna get some some Hulk blood or something that's gonna power her up, and she's gonna be an actual danger for for Jen. Okay. But I think I think that's coming. Uh, and I, I think the reason so. that both times they've ran into each other, it's been an easy fight for Jen, is because she's gonna lead into getting more power. Sure.
0: Oh, I hope you're right. I really, I really do.
2: And I haven't loved everything the MCU has put out. I've been a, I've, I've. There's things I don't like, uh, but I don't. That it's just recent stuff. Uh, like I really thought Moon Knight was fun, but it really missed the mark. I think that uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, not good. I did not love it. Uh, uh, you mean Falcon and Winter Soldier? Well, it was Captain America and the Winter Soldier by the end. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's got a new name. They're right. They are right at the end. Uh, right. But I I really think that that wasn't that great. To was, me, that was it,
0: the worst DC. Or, uh, MCU, it underperformed uh, Disney so plus bad. Show. Yeah. And
2: and if if you remember correctly, Ben, just a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how much I didn't care for WandaVision and I really thought it could have been better.
0: And but that's was... where it's really strange and confusing to me on your thoughts. Because and, and, and and you guys were all broadly like, no, no, no. WandaVision is so great. I don't think it's that good. Uh, WandaVision is better than She Hulk. No.
2: No, She Hulk. I think She Hulk is is probably one of the best things Marvel has put out to date. I Thanks love for joining us on Comically Inclined. This uh, show. I literally yeah. love this show. I think it is so good. I enjoy every second that I watch of it. I always would, want more when it's over.
0: Would She Hulk be in your top five? Yes, definitely.
2: Yes, it would be in my top five. It's it's it for me. She Hulk is the best series that that Marvel has put out yet, mm-hmm. even always as pleased.
0: a transforming superhero, huh?
2: Uh, yes. Uh thank you for setting me up for a segue. So we are talking about not superheroes that can transform, but times that superheroes were transformed into something else. Uh uh let's do top five.
0: Your
2: list uh, i well i'm still missing a couple of items so i'm working on it uh but anyway this week we are doing top five times that superheroes returned into something else uh <laughs> and ben no i am not joking she hulk is great I, I think it's an amazing show i love it i i will continue to love it i really enjoy this show I, i'm so caught off guard by by how much you dislike it i don't get it um but anyway, uh, top five times superheroes were turned into something else, or could turn into something else. Apparently,
0: so like, uh, I didn't give un- us your I number under- five. I didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> so, so my mine, our top five is going to be these characters that can transform. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, we'll,
2: sounds good. What you all got? Right.
0: All right, so number five, Ms. Marvel. Uh, you know, she she could transform her body, uh, you know, and big and uh literally the giant fist, the 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 all alteration of her body and the all all of that. That's that's so badass. Like uh never like been just like growing up like really seeking out the Miss Marvel story uh until you know the Miss Marvel series was being announced and that's when I really kinda dove more into the character and the in the comics and then uh, cartoons. But like that, that those powers are amazing. Like who who wouldn't want those powers in more ways of one, Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, Miss Marvel's a uh, number five. Fantastic. Uh, Miss Marvel is a great character. She
2: uh, can shapeshift mm-hmm. as well because she did change herself to look like uh, Carol Danvers in her oh, first yeah, that's right. yeah, uh, several that, yeah. appearances in comics. Which is
0: way better than Carol Danvers in the MCU. So, I mean, like, yeah.
2: Landon, what's your number five?
1: Uh, my number five is Frog Thor.
2: Ah, nice. Yeah,
1: It's a classic.
0: It's Throg.
1: Ah yes, Throg. How could yep. I forget? Um, but yeah, it's classic. It's it's great. It is. I,
0: I have the Funko Pop of it in the in the jar from Loki. So yes.
2: <laughs> and the the great thing is they went on to make the pet Avengers, and then there was an actual frog that got the powers of Thor. He oh, got really? a little mini Molnar. Huh. Um, yeah, and uh, what's the what's the dog from uh, Inhumans? Um, oh, I forgot about that. Uh,
1: the one that can bark and make wormholes, right? Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget his name, but he's he's part hey, of man. the What's Pet the Avengers. dog from Inhumans? Uh, he's probably not going to do anything now because he's so mad about me liking well, She-Hulk. For I asked reason. him, so yeah. not you. Uh, <laughs> maybe he won't hold a grudge. Taylor Burton said, I didn't understand this assignment. I'll try to think of a couple by the end. It's, it's okay, fantastic.
0: Taylor. Me neither. It's all right. So Nick uh
2: Nick Beck's number five um that's also my number five, so we'll talk about that here in a second uh, anybody else uh got things they want to put up or lockjaw thank you Ben. It is lockjaw. He was part of the pet Avengers as well okay yeah oh the dog
0: yeah, okay gotcha. yeah
2: like he actually just the dog from the inhumans joined mm-hmm. the pet Avengers. Uh, uh, Ben's number five. Ben's
4: number five, Goku turning into a frog on Namak.
2: Namak, yes. Namek. Uh, which was which was awesome because he was a badass frog, just like when uh, Majin. Actually, I won't I won't say it because that might be on Ben's list. But <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, when he got turned into a frog on Namak and he just still kicked ass, huh. it was pretty awesome. Uh, my number five is Man Spider, uh, from the Spider-Man comics, but also was in the Spider-Man television series. Um,
0: so oh, the 90s cartoon. Yes. Yeah.
2: So Peter Parker got turned into a literal hairy man spider with six uh, six arms, two legs. Gave him eight arachnid limbs, um, and then yeah, when he changed back into his Spider-Man form later, they gave him the organic webbing from the uh, the the um, the, the, the May- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies for a little bit, and then they turned around and decided to give him back his web shooters later but he did have organic webbing in the comics for a little while due to that nice
0: yeah Blake what's your number four number four through a DC character on there uh, wow Mar- Martian Manhunter uh, I mean very powerful I mean like one I, I would feel like he's probably one of the top powerful people but he could transform practically into anything I uh, and like the dude's badass looking, the green and the red eyes and all that. Yeah. Uh, but just I mean, his powers and and being you know in the top, uh, and being able to transform. Yeah. Not a lot to really explain for it. Than...
2: Yeah. Just looks cool. <laughs> it did. It was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, uh, Martian Manhunter is probably one of my favorite Justice League characters. Uh, you know, got cut out of the Sny- uh got cut out of the Justice League movie mm-hmm. and then added back in in the Snyder cut. I wish it, it was pretty sick looking
0: too. The, the smatter could of Martian Manhunter. I'm not yeah. gonna lie like on screen that's pretty sick looking yeah
1: definitely uh Landon what's your number four uh Primal Wolverine when Wolverine has all the adamantium removed from his bones realizes that his claws are actually bone and not metal and then basically regresses back into like a caveman sort of Wolverine
2: hmm. nice yeah and he his nose disappears for some reason
1: yeah really
2: yeah Started wearing a I, knew, blue, I knew that. started wearing a blue bandana. He kind of looked like a Ninja Turtle version of Wolverine. Uh, and they're the first, like, for the first little while when he popped the bone claws, they were, like, rigid. They had, like, they are serrated. Yeah, on the backside. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which was just silly. But
2: if
0: I had bone claws, that's what I'd want. Yeah. 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 Serrated. Oh, yeah. Serrated bone claws. Sure. It's, 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 that arguably, way when you, like, stab somebody, there ain't no sewing that shit up yeah. if you didn't have smooth claws. That's true. Well,. Triangle blades
2: uh, cause wounds that don't close up, which is why uh, bayonets aren't aren't in a triangle shape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Heather, what do we got in chat?
4: <laughs> Nick Beck's number four is red and blue electric Superman.
2: That was such a bad storyline. It was. Uh, I mean, I get it, but ugh, that that whole Superman with electric superpowers. Yeah. uh what so is... there was a there was a red and blue superman in the older comics, and then he decided to revisit that storyline with the modern superman, but he had he had changed from having his like strength based powers and his solar based powers to being an electric based superhero, so he wasn't like super strong anymore. he just changed uh energy forms mm-hmm. um and then they split him into red and blue, and then there was like two different versions of Superman with different like uh uh psychological aspects of themselves and it was it was a whole.
0: Thing. It sounds like a real
2: winner. Yeah, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't stay long. It didn't stay long.
4: Bin's number four is ninjas turning into chinchuriki. Jin-
2: chinchuriki on Naruto. Uh, yes, so that is... Uh, that, I believe, is when they turn into... I'm drawing a blank on what this is from Naruto. Do you uh,
1: remember? The chinchuriki are like the ninjas that have the demons inside of them.
2: Okay. Yes. So like, like uh, Naruto, the tailed beast. Yep. I drawn a blank on it. Sorry, Ben. Uh, but yes, uh, that's it's really cool. The especially Naruto's sage forms uh, near the end of Shippuden. Uh, very cool. So Ben said roofs are in a triangle shape. Typically, that's true. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank you for that information. (laughs) My number four is Frankencastle. The time that uh, Frank Castle was killed, sent to another uh, universe uh, where monsters dwelled. And uh, I believe Captain America was a werewolf in that story. And uh, they bring Frank back to life as a version of Frankenstein known as Frankencastle. And he's just a big, scary monster Version of himself with a lot of guns again, and uh, <laughs> that's how they brought Frank back to life. They and then transferred the Frankencastle uh, mind back into Frank's body uh, and brought him back to life in the, the comics again. But Frankencastle, my number four. Blake, what's your number three?
0: Number three, uh, Morph, uh, well, <laughs> off x men he could transform literally into anything, like he could repli- re- uh, replicate, you know, in- any being really uh and i'm not gonna lie like even as a kid sitting there seeing that like you know you get chameleon you get morph uh i always thought it'd be so cool to be able to and replicate anybody and just like them not know it wasn't you and, and plus the things you could find out and learn on, yeah. on top of that so
2: i think it's cool that we're getting morph back for the uh, x-men animated series yeah the yeah that's right X Men '96. Uh, yep. because it's, he was killed off in the first episode of the 90s x-men cartoon and then was mm-hmm. hinted at being a villain and he popped back up a couple of times but they never really worked that story out so the fact that they're bringing him back so they can kind of finally flesh that morph story out is really right. cool
0: thank you yeah. uh, morph wasn't a character
2: in the comics when they introduced him in the X Men TV series, are you aware? No, of that? no,
0: no, yeah, no, I actually, I forgot about that. That's right. He That was actually his debut in the 90s cartoon, wasn't it? Yep. He's kind of a weird looking guy, you know, because he had that what, real pale white skin. So he didn't in the show. And then when they introduced him later in the comics,
2: when they, they then introduced the Morph character, uh-huh. he's white with like no facial features. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's what I'm thinking of. Then. So they
1: kind of pulled a Harley Quinn yep. before Harley Quinn.
2: Yep. And Jubilee too, I believe. Wasn't Jubilee introduced specifically for the '90s X-Men? Oh,
0: I believe you know, she was. About that, I've never really seen anything prior to Jubilee of the I, I, believe I, right. I, I believe she uh, was.
2: I believe they wanted to give Wolverine a sidekick, and instead of using Kitty yeah. Pride they used they created right. a new they character. Used, they gave Jubilee. us Katy Perry, who then made it into the comics as well.
0: Right, fireworks. Yeah, so
2: baby, you're a firework.
1: Uh, Landon, you're number three. I need to figure out what my number three is. My number three was your number five. It, it was when Spider-Man became Man-Spider. And I told you to take
2: that off your list.
1: <laughs> you did a check, so I get a pass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he basically starts by growing two more sets of arms for six arms and four le- or two legs. And then he slowly morphs into an even bigger spider and just basically hangs around in New York as a giant spider for a bit. True.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it, really was, cool. it was so cool looking in the 90s uh, cartoon yes. series, too. for real. And
2: uh, didn't he get uh, organic webbing after that?
1: Yeah, I think I heard something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, what do we got? I didn't know this.
2: Heather, what do we got in chat?
4: So Taylor Burton's number four was... Yes. H- Luke Evans and Dracula Untold when he turned into a swarm of bats.
0: Yeah. uh, Dracula Untold to me to this day is one of the best Dracula movies. Like, and I got so pumped when, you know, this was supposed to tie into The Mummy, you know, with uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And uh, there there was one more, wasn't there? Uh, Because they were rebuilding the Monsterverse for Universal. The Invisible Man. Yeah. uh, That. The one with. uh,
2: uh, Who's in that?
0: Uh.
2: It's the girl from um, uh, Maid's, is it Maid's Tale? Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, Maid's yeah. Tale. No, no,
0: yeah, 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 hey, yeah, Tale, yeah.
2: And then I don't remember who played the Invisible Man. In but
0: he said, like, when, when he turns into a swarm of bats when he flies after he gets his powers, that movie was way ahead of his time. Like, that, that whole storyline was amazing. And then, like, at the very end, you know, they give you that where he's, like, in present day. Oh, my God, I got so pumped up, so excited, because I felt like it was so well done, and it just went nowhere. Well, Tom Cruise ruined it. Uh, he made the, so the mummy movie
2: was supposed to be about the mummy, and it was supposed to be another thing that helped kick off right. the monster verse. And then after they cast him for it, he forced them to make the movie about his character. He was like another about Ed, the Ed
0: Norton. Let's just let me just tell you how to change all these things. Yeah, so we don't continue have a continuation of me. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, I mean, that's, and that's why uh, Tom Cruise w- didn't end up in Multiverse of Madness because they knew it would ruin the MCU. So. that's valid he
2: probably would have forced them to make a bunch of changes that didn't make any sense i like it
4: nick Beck's number three is hal jordan as green lantern when he's turned into parallax
2: Oh, that's dangerously close to your list as well yeah um dude yeah hal jordan turning out to be the villain of his own story was nuts and uh the the retconning of that then being that parallax is the yellow demon that gives the power to the yellow power rings Was like, okay. Uh, So it wasn't actually Hal Jordan, he was Mm -hmm. possessed, but it was like in the, in, in, during the death and return of Superman, Mongol destroyed, uh, is it? Coast City? Coast City. The city that Green Lantern is from. And then Hal Jordan had a, a break, a psychotic break, and decided to kill all the other Green Lanterns, take their power rings, and then use the power of the Green Lantern battery to battery to put Coast City back. And in the end, he turned into a villain named Parallax, which was part of a great crossover that they did in the, the DC comics where it uh, turned out Hal Jordan was the villain. And then uh, he, he got a redemption, though, but we won't talk about that.
4: Taylor Burton's number three is Disney Hercules when he's forced to turn into a mortal man.
0: Yeah. Uh I love Hercules. Zero so, to zero. Yes. And then back to hero. You get this, you know, muscled up guy. He's just shining bright like a diamond, you know. Hercules more like Hunky. Yeah. And uh man, that, that movie still to this day holds so well. Uh so good. Such a great cast, Grace voice voice cast. Yes. Uh It was just so well-written. Danny DeVito is amazing in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right behind you, kid. I'm way behind you, kid. (laughs) I I just love that whole movie. my God. So great. And uh, James Woods played uh, Hades, didn't he? He did. They couldn't have picked a better person to play him either.
4: (laughs) Two thumbs way up. Yeah, Yeah. And Ben's number three is Dante, Devil May Cry.
2: Hell yeah. Dante, his transformation from human looking to demon knight is incredible in every one of the games. I love Devil May Cry. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Dante's Me too. a great character. <laughs> What's the last <laughs> video game you played, Blake? Do I have to answer that? Yeah. Uh,
0: Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like a long time ago.
2: The Brandon, are original? You a Devil May
1: Cry fan? I'm sorry. The original or the remake? No, the original. <laughs> um. I've played a couple of the original games, but
0: oh yeah. no, I take this back. Uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game, I played it all the way through and beat it. Well, oh,
2: there you go. Oh, yeah.
1: See that? Yeah, you're a real gamer. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: a real gamer. You
0: need any pointers? You just come to me. <laughs> what else
2: we got, Heather? Oh, that That's was it. it. uh, universal pulled a dcu before it was cool yes taylor they sure did uh my number three is optimus primal from the transformers uh beast wars series uh initially it was intended that he was going to be the actual optimus prime but then they changed the story to where he was a version an ancestor or not even an ancestor he was a person who idolized optimus prime and took his name and became Optimus Primal for the series. Uh, but yeah, Optimus Prime is a gorilla. It was freaking cool, man. Love that series.
0: Blake, number, number two? two. So, Mystique, very similar to Morph. Uh, she can transform I'm into things. a thing. theme with your list. Yeah, it's you know. A... Well, they can transform into things. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. But not just any Mystique, preferably Jennifer Lawrence Mystique. Yeah. Uh, I, and her best thing to transform into is jennifer lawrence uh but yeah I, I i don't know i've always loved mystique ever since you know i was a young kid and uh, you know the 2000 x-men came out and he, even Re- rebecca uh shoot stamos uh yeah like even her she like for us to get that first mystique and the cgi on that for that when it came out was really good actually uh i, I don't know I've, I've always loved mystique character even even uh you know she wasn't quite the Mystique that was portrayed in the even the early 90s cartoon, which I was first introduced to Mystique then. But even then, like, that was, honestly, that was probably my first time ever seeing a character that could transform into something like that that, like, made me infatuated. Like, man, that'd be badass to have those powers. What was the thing you just said? Infatuated?
2: No, the, the, what character? Oh, Mystique. No, oh, yeah, Mystique's awesome. I, I, I really listened, and then like the second you stopped talking, it just went out of my head, yeah, like no, that's what you've just cool. been talking yeah. about. Uh, but yeah, Mystique, uh, the Rebecca Romaine Stamos, yep. yeah, yep. and then Jennifer Lawrence, yep. also both great castings. Yeah. And uh, um, I can't think of a time in the comics where Mystique has been turned into anything else besides herself, but uh, she st- certainly can turn into a lot of different things. Uh, and she's also Nightcrawler's mom. Yep. And uh, Rogues. Rogue's uh, adopted mother. Yeah, yeah adopted mother. Yeah, she, um, yep. not her
1: biological mother.
0: Well, hey, I... adopted moms are just as important as biological. That's true. So that's why I said, very mom. true. Yep. Yeah,
2: she's definitely her mom.
1: I do got to say, I think I remember some storyline where Mystique was transformed as, I think, an animal of some kind, and then her powers are basically disabled. So while she wasn't transformed against her will, she was sort of stuck against her will.
0: Oh, hmm. I like it. Yeah,
1: I like it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. And who was the writer on that? I cannot remember. Just kidding.
2: I don't expect you to remember that. I wouldn't remember it. Uh, Landon. What's your number two? Uh,
1: Green Lantern becoming Specter.
2: Yeah, that happened right after he was Parallax, right?
1: I think so. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) what that's
1: what happened. (laughs) Yeah. So,
2: so, what is the Specter, if you don't mind?
1: Okay, the Specter is basically it's kind of like a spirit of vengeance not to steal from marvel um but uh yeah it's basically the spirit that punishes the guilty of whatever crime they may have done um i don't really know the specter
2: is the living embodiment of the christian god's wrath uh in the dc universe
1: I did not hear that specific description before. Yes,
2: that so that is what he is, and uh, in I'll order to saying, in order to redeem his soul, uh, Hal Jordan was chosen to be the new Spectre huh. and uh, work for God uh, in, in an attempt to save his own soul. Uh, he also um, let's see, he brought Green Arrow back uh, from the dead when he was the Spectre. Because Ollie had been blown up and killed, and uh, he uh, used his Spectre abilities to bring uh, Green Arrow back. And that's whenever Kevin Smith did the Quiver storyline, where Green Arrow, Ollie was Ollie, but he didn't have a soul, and he had to get his soul back. It was a whole thing.
1: Did not hear about that storyline either.
2: <laughs> I have all the <laughs> comics, if you want to borrow right, It's a, it's a good mind. run. <laughs> Oh, that's also when they introduced Automatopia, which is the uh, original villain that Kevin Smith created for for that run. You familiar with Automatopia? He I says think. the noise before he does the attack. So, like, if he's going to shoot somebody, he says "bang" and then pulls the trigger. Oh, really? That's, yeah, that's a very Kevin Smith thing. Yeah, <laughs> if he's going to cut somebody, he's like, and then he cuts him. It's, he's, I don't know. It's a, it's
0: Kevin Smith's. I'm not going to comment it. on that. So, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Nick Beck's number two is Frank Castle when he gets turned into the cosmic ghost rider
2: that's the best version of ghost rider he's so effing cool uh, and uh, Frank Castle makes it to the end of time as the cosmic ghost rider hmm. uh, so he's, nice. he definitely survives he's there with, uh, with my number two choice and the uh, all father Thor hmm. all surviving nice. to the end of the universe
4: Taylor Burton's number two is I don't know how to Cusco, say it. yeah, an emperor's I new crew. Cusco, it. yeah, the
2: poison, uh-huh, uh-huh, the poison, uh-huh.
0: for Cusco, yep, the poison specifically for Cusco, specifically for Cusco, Cusco's poison, yeah, the one's got the llama on it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Ben> Wrong letter.
2: Squeak, squeak, yeah, squeak, squeak, squeakins, <laughs>
0: squeak, 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 squeaks, squeaks,
2: yep. Is that an exact quote? Were you doing it right
0: and I was doing it wrong? Or? Oh no, no. I was just communicating with you. Because, oh. you know, we're we're in the we're in the squeaks, uh, or okay. what was it called, okay. the, uh, the scouts still? Yeah. And we're leaving, we're
1: leaving yeah. the old lady back here. Squeaker, out of squeaker, it. squeaker,
0: squeaker, 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 squeak, squeak, squeak. squeak, yeah. squeak,
1: squeak. Now, I'm just hoping you all spend the entire rest of the podcast quoting Kepros' new groove. I love Kepper's new groove. It's one of
0: my favorites, too.
2: And Brittany, yeah, Mystique got turned human in the end of Last Stand. She did. She did. Yeah she did yeah and uh, I, I guess that's <laughs> just Jennifer Lawrence's contract was up or uh, no no that was uh, before the oh yeah no Mystique yeah that was the uh, Rebecca Roman's.
0: yeah in, in the trailer where they get the juggernaut bitch yep, you're uh, right that's where she was shot with that dart you're right. and she saved Magneto I,
2: I don't know why I thought Last Stand was the, yeah. the newer it's alright I, I know better you, you do uh... <laughs> all because the Phoenix the, uh, the Phoenix movie from that series was just as bad as Last Stand <laughs> <Yes>. that's why <laughs> that's why yeah. <laughs> i've just i've just shoved them together into one <laughs> awful film that i don't want to watch well, i mean failure's a failure yeah <laughs> they basically just copied that movie like yeah. what's the worst x-men movie let's copy that yeah we'll see
0: if people you know have a different and it's not or... like we'll do it
2: better we'll just do it the same you know yeah awful Aw- all bad all bad except we did get the uh weapon x wolverine in that right is that in the phoenix one or is that in apocalypse
1: I want to say that was Apocalypse, but honestly, I'm not too sure.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. It's okay. We'll figure it out. No big deal. What else we got in chat?
4: Ben's number th- two is Remus Lupin being turned into a werewolf.
2: What's that from, Heather?
4: Harry Potter.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, the fourth year, is it fourth year? Fifth year? Third year? Third year, year defensive dark arts teacher, Remus Lupin, who's also one of the uh, marauders. Uh, uh Turns into a werewolf. Uh, spoiler alert for Harry Potter. Sorry about that.
0: If you ain't watched it by now,
2: my number two like me. is the Phoenix Wolverine. Uh, when Wolverine gains the power of the Phoenix and becomes the Phoenix at the end of time, the most powerful creature in the universe, um, able to hang with all Father Thor and Cosmic Ghost Rider, and uh, becomes becomes one of the last creatures at the end of the six one six. What was it called? The Phoenix Wolverine. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's uh, Wolverine with the Phoenix Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wait till you see my number one.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Blake, I just want to ask real quick. Seriously, though. <laughs> what is your number one? Two weeks worth. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Brittany says stuffs is freezing. Anybody watching the live stream? Are we, are we having glitches?
4: Might not freezing.
0: Cool. Oh. Uh. So this week on She-Hulk episode seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. Uh. So my number one is actually the Phoenix Wolverine that I turn into. Uh, and that—that's like my biggest transformation. I'm so yeah. impressed. Was with. that your number one? It was. Yeah, <laughs> me, me, because like I am—I am the person <laughs> was that you want Like, what was okay. your number one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, my my number one is another character that can transform uh, just from their regular form, and that's Colossus. Uh, uh, right, right, probably one of my top five characters. I know there's not a whole lot of excitement there or nothing like that. But even as a kid, like I don't know, I just when Colossus got brought into X Men Two, uh, or X Two, you know, in, in the theaters. To me that was just like the coolest thing, you know. Ç- 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 yeah. The way they portrayed that, uh I don't know. I- I've always been a fan of Colossus and like my even though I don't play a lot of games, my gamertag since like two thousand seven or whatever has always been Colossus eighty nine. Uh and-, and to this day, uh I use that for a lot of things. Yeah, mine's been Clo- uh Wolverine eighty two since nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well I mean I don't have to use a gamertag as Wolverine to prove my fandom, uh just because, you know, yeah. When you're that close to being the person yourself, you don't have to have a name to prove it. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Colossus. I, I love Colossus. I, I love how he's all plated and uh, how he can transform into that and just a sheer brute on strength. I really prefer the Colossus
2: from the Deadpool movies uh, over, oh, X, yeah. over X2. Oh, yeah. No, no, no that's pretty Because well, he actually I'm, has a Russian accent, which yeah. is pretty great.
0: But yeah. man, but like, just as a, from X2 though, you know, as a kid, and that was like the first initiation of like, you know, Marvel oh, really being on going. the big screen, like that <laughs> that was cool. Because here's the thing, even though Klaus is cool from Deadpool, when you see the, the armor plates, you know, in the X-Men, go, that's cooler as shit.
2: Yeah, the, um, the Batmobile in Batman Returns did that, so. Yeah, but we're talking, DC, so we're talking about DC, so we're talking about things that matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> landon what's your number two <laughs>
1: my number two <laughs> Ben
2: what's your number one landon I'm sorry
1: <laughs> my number one this is kind of a niffy one I'll admit uh but it is a specific version of gangbuster um this is a version of gangbuster that was secretly superman. And one of the storylines of Superman, essentially after Superman kills Zod and his two henchmen, he kills them by shoving them in a vault of gold kryptonite and basically holding the door shut himself so that they can't get out. And this whole thing just destroys him emotionally. It He is unable to sleep at night. He's slightly paranoid. It shows in the comics. And hmm. then after this... Gangbuster shows up in the comics. Except he is hyper-violent. He's just straight-up murdering small-time criminals because they want to kill anybody big in that storyline, of course. And then other heroes come in to stop him. They manage to damage his suit, and it's revealed underneath Gangbuster's suit is the Superman S underneath. Turns out Superman had a mental break after killing Zod... Huh. And had, like, a split personality that became Gangbuster. No kidding. It is insane. That's wild. I've never heard of
0: this.
2: I think that's the perfect story to fix the DCEU with. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because Superman killed Zod. Yeah. You know, make him Gangbuster. I remember Gangbuster from the Death and Return of Superman stories, and that's where I was introduced to him, but it's the same costume. You showed it to me. It's the same costume, but he's a police officer who is a cop during the day and a uh, superhero at night, and again, he's, like, DC, one of DC's versions of the Punisher, um, but his, like, main go-to weapon is a pair of nunchucks, <laughs> and— uh, which i don't think happened with the superman one is that right or did he have the nunchucks i don't think so yeah but he just has a like a bunch of like melee weapons on him he's got a police baton and he's got So
0: you're saying that and... would work for the DCU i think yeah i think it's a great way to fix uh, the superman I, character i think they the just screw the uh, superman character cuz they didn't lost Henry Cavill to Marvel so like he's got no interest in that Henry Cavill's coming back as superman for uh That's it, Black though. Adam yeah and then there's
2: what there's a rumor that he's going to be in Shazam 2
0: there's that rumor, but then once he gets that taste of Marvel and being on the big screen, he's never going back. Well I
2: thought we were gonna get that unveiled because Henry Cavill was at D twenty three, but he we didn't get it. Yeah. Which is kinda sad. Uh what do we got in chat?
4: Nick Beck's number one is Sinistro being turned into the White Lantern at the end of the Darkest Night story.
2: It's a gr- yeah, it's a great storyline. Uh and he's back to being the a yellow lantern now, I believe, if is that correct? I think so. I'm not familiar with the modern. Okay. I believe Sinestro is back to being a Yellow Lantern now, but him getting to be a White Lantern was really cool at the end of Darkest Night. It was, a, um, again, a great redemption arc for Sinestro.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad.
4: <laughs> Taylor Burton's number one is in Shrek 2, when Shrek took the potion and became Dilf Shrek, Daddy Shrek, or Beautiful Man Shrek. Whatever you want to call him, it's outstanding.
2: I'd call him Taylor Burton Shrek if I'm comparing male beauty to anyone. Mm-hmm.
4: Nick Beck has a 1.5. <laughs> Got
2: real quiet.
4: <laughs> Danny turning into the Hulk anytime time I get a song stuck in his head. You
2: son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh,
4: Ben's number one is Nina Tucker, Full Metal Alchemist.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: one of the darkest moments in anime history. Landon, are you familiar with this?
1: I think I am. From if FMA. When the
2: little girl and the dog get turned yeah. into a chimera.
1: Edward. Yeah. yeah. Edward. Oh, we've talked about this before. Help me. I remember
2: this.
0: But he actually Edward. said, just kidding, that wasn't his number one. He's got a real number one.
2: Okay. What's number one?
4: A bunch of words I don't want to say. It's
2: actually Samonosuke from Onomusha. I'll never forget the cutscene at the end of the first game. Yes, whenever Samonosuke turns into an Oni demon uh, and gains demon powers. It's very similar to Devil May Cry. It's a great, great mm. callback, Ben. Uh, is a great game series. If you get a chance, it's a great, it's a retro game now, but it's a great game to play one, two, and three through. After that, four wasn't great and kind of killed the series. But one, two, and three were incredible.
0: Well, with that being said, Danny, what's your number one? You always build me up (laughs) and I know buttercup baby just to let me down, mess (laughs) me around.
2: Worst of all, you never call baby like you say you will. Hmm. But I love you still. As long you. as you call me Buttercup, that's all it that matters. More than anyone, darling, <laughs> you knew that much right from the start. So build me up, don't, Buttercup. I love how you don't bl- break my heart. Make me blush. <laughs> you're such a. You're the only guy who can make me blush. You're the second most prettiest man in the world after Taylor Burton. So my number one is actually one of my favorite things from the like late, like early '80s X-Men comics. Uh, it's when the X-Men got turned into X-babies on Mojo World. <laughs> And there's little like baby Wolverine running around. He's like a two-year-old toddler with his claws still and like picking fights and just being cantankerous as shit, but being a cute little like chibi version of Wolverine. There was an X-Baby's version of Storm, Cyclops, Colossus. It was all of the X-Men from that period. And it's so funny. I love those comics. They did mm-hmm. it twice. It was so good the first time that they revisited again on Mojo World where they got turned into babies again.
1: Okay, if I have my timeline right, that was in the middle of TV going crazy with, like, baby Looney Tunes and, like, baby... Uh, I believe you're correct, yes. So in the middle of all that... You are still down for baby X Men.
2: It was so fun. I love the X Babies. I have both the both the comics where that happened, and they're both so funny. Just seeing like little baby Wolverine, like "Hey, bub," and he's like still like got a cigar, and it's just like a time <laughs> in in America when you could get away with that, and you just you, know, you can't do it now. But uh, it's it's so fun. I just love that. I love those stories. I think they're all great. Yeah. So, uh, based on Ben's recommendation, we're gonna do top five triangles next week. Okay. Uh, but for this like week, that. this has been top
0: five. My number one is gonna be pyramids.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. My number one's isosceles. Huh. Now my number one's isosceles. Don't oh. steal it.
0: My number one is obtuse. Yeah.
2: Rubber goose, green moose, guava juice. <laughs> Um, Odd parents, fairly odd parents. Oh, (laughs) Blake, how do you not know this? I've
0: watched Fairly Odd Parents, but I I did not catch that. Uh, theme song, Taylor said, I've not watched it that much. Like, I've probably watched like half a dozen, dude. I love
2: fairly episodes. (laughs) Uh, Danny, that made me think of the animated Justice League episode where they were turned into kids and had to go against Morgan and Flay's son. Yes, that's very good as well. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Mm. Watch our socials for what our top five is next week because I don't have any ideas off the top of my head unless somebody wants to recommend one. Uh, But, Blake, you weren't here last week, and you didn't watch the show. Or the week before. So we're going to do interabang superhero trivia again with the same ten questions for just you, Blake Hickman. Are you ready? I came up with this whole list with you in
1: mind. Did you? Uh, hey, yeah. I got one right. You did. You got I one, one right. I think
4: that was the only one we got right. Oh, you shit.
0: got <laughs> ten questions. I'm so excited now since you only get one right.
1: I wish I was taking notes last week. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. glad
0: you didn't. No,
2: no pressure. pressure. My, where's
1: my list? <laughs> Don't feel like a fool, Blake. Here's you can't get list. this. Okay. Okay. So, if you were watching
2: last week. A top five songs that Danny hates. Uh, and also... weren't looking thank god
0: no i wouldn't i get shot
2: no yeah i'm gonna shoot yeah. you i'm gonna shoot you yeah watch your face i know okay you can't hit the money maker i mean so blake your question number one what is tony stark's brother's name iron man one of your favorite superheroes no it's not actually what's it what's his brother's name
0: he has a brother <laughs> Even better. <laughs> in the MCU, he doesn't.
2: No, well, no, but in the com- in Marvel oh, comics, okay. He
0: does. Uh, let's see. So he's got a basic name like Tony. So his brother's gonna have a basic name too. Oh,
2: that's 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 a good idea. Is you're, it? You're on track. Yeah. Am I? Yeah.
0: Is that sarcasm? Yes. So he has not a basic name. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. It's a name you would never guess in a million years. Fuck. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to shoot you in the face. I, yeah. I'm definitely uh, not going to shoot you in the junk either.
0: I'm so sorry about that.
2: Coolio passed away? Oh man. What? Well, oh, uh, I guess top 5 Coolio songs next week. So uh, can you tell me what the first letter starts
0: with? Today. Didn't help, did it? It didn't. <laughs> Is it like Arius or something? It's Arno. Is it? That's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to say.
2: What the God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Question two. <laughs> what is Peter Parker's sister's name?
0: He has a sister? <laughs> he does. <laughs> and That's it's a what it's I a said. It's a normal name. Is it? Yeah. What's the first letter? Oh I remember T.
2: You.
0: Tina.
3: <laughs> it's <Yes>.
2: Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> it's Teresa Parker. She's a... Uh, so Spider-Man's parents uh, were CIA operatives, and they had uh, another child that they hid. Nice. Uh, so that nothing... What bad timeline was her. this? It's the current... Is it? Regular okay. Marvel comics, yeah. Huh. Uh, what is Wolverine's biological father's name? Now, you being the big Wolverine fan that you are, you should know the answer to this.
0: Yeah. Well, his father was a piece of shit, so I really don't care about his father. Yeah, yeah, but what is his name? Man. It's a normal name, too. What does it start with? A T. Last <laughs> <laughs> well, name's Hallett, right? Nope. No. Okay. No, it's biological. Oh, oh biological. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the man that raised him. That's, a, right, that's right. a different guy. Okay, yeah, that's right. And he was actually in uh, Wolverine Origins. Yeah. You know, I don't even think they said his name, though. It starts with a T. Mm-hmm. It's a basic name. Mm hmm. Can I get two guesses? Nope, <laughs> just one. You got ten questions, dude. Let's go. Okay. Timothy, Terrence, or
2: Terry <laughs> Thomas. Oh fuck. <laughs> this is fun. I'm having a good time. Uh, okay. This, here's an easy one. This is a lob. You ready? Is this the one that you got? It is. Wolverine is weapon X. Hmm. Who is
0: weapon I? As in like one mm-hmm. Captain America. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: This one, uh, you're not going to get, but that's okay. That's fine. uh, I didn't expect nothing less. In in DC (laughs) Comics history. God. (laughs) (laughs) You might be able to guess it. Okay. We'll see. How many colors of kryptonite have there been?
0: I'm going to say seven. Eight.
1: (laughs) God. (laughs) I was close. So close.
0: You you might
2: get this one. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. In in uh, in the Batman film starring Michael Keaton, what was the 1989? Heroes born. 1989. What was Joker's real name? Jack Nicholson.
3: No. <laughs> That's the
2: actor. Yes, name. it was. <laughs> That's the actor's name. I'll give you one more chance. Uh. It is Jack.
1: Is it? Mm-hmm. What, I was what are
2: you doing? Are you Googling it? I was, no. You're going to get shot. That's what I was trying to... His name was Jack.
0: Jack what? Jack Watson. Napier. <laughs> you know what my favorite deal in that was? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just love when Michael Keaton uh, does Beetlejuice in the middle of it. And he's like, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Bro, this is not that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's more. Yeah. Shit. Okay. That's, you're only eight questions in. Can we shoot
0: you. my other side? No, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I can. I kind of like it. Work. No, you're good. Okay. Hit I it kinda right. Like You've been it. hitting yeah. the spot. I'm into
2: pain. It's okay. Um, the Teen Titans character Raven. Has a big evil father named What? Oh shit. I actually did watch uh The
0: Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, shit. What does it start with? A I'm not tea. gonna use it. It's like Triton or Titan or no. Uh shit. No, it's uh like Triga No. Mm. Is it T R?
2: Just guess, dude. I I don't know. Trigon. That's
0: what I, that's what I started <laughs> saying. Yeah,
2: yeah, you were you were oh. on it. I'm not I'm not gonna shoot you. you well, were... I almost said Trigon. Especially <laughs> for that being a DC well, I was proper. like Trigon, and then
0: I was like, oh, is that anime like A
2: letter away. That... Cool. Trigon is also an
0: anime that we did. Oh Okay I thought of. so. That's what yeah. made me not say it because I was like, I think it's Trigon. I was like, you very anime. close. Like... Very close.
2: All right, last one, Blake, <laughs> Mr. Hickman. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna get this one. <laughs> what? What is Superman's
0: biological
2: mother's name? Uh, but if you can even just get the first name,
0: oh, the last name is like L. It's no, it's not. I'm, oh, did they, they, they know, did not yeah, take the last like, names. I guess not, They'd, dude. Oh shit! Biological. What does it start with? I'm not gonna get it. So L. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and it's not like a human. It's not name. Martha, that's for sure. Yeah, Martha. Uh, Martha. It's not. A, it's not like a worldly name. Is it? It's weird. <laughs> is it Lorraine? It's Lara. Oh <laughs> <Ugh>, God, <laughs> that's what. And it depends it's what part Lara of the country you're from. Vaughan. So if sometimes Lorraine means Laura.
2: <laughs> it's,
0: yeah, you could have shortened it up for sure. Yeah you didn't yeah you no i didn't because the part of country i'm from we call laura lorraine <laughs> 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 he's from southeast missouri i don't know
2: no, that's I don't what, know what you the... think i'm from there he is he's from <laughs> it's a... uh, trust yourself thank you Brittany. he should have trusted his self um Guys, I think that's us for the day. You got you got anything else going on, Blake? Uh, I do not. We do have Cape Comic Con this weekend. We do. It's the big con for the year for us. Yes, Uh, Cape Con twenty twenty two. We have some pretty great guests coming as well. We got Ming, so Ming Chen Chen, from Comic Book Men and friend of Kevin Smith's will be here in town. Uh, The Ruby cast. We do have all four of the main voice actors for Ruby, the uh, the character Mm -hmm. that they voice Yang uh, Blake. Ruby and Weiss. Uh, and we will also be doing a Ruby-themed
0: cafe yes. where the
2: servers are actually going to be dressed as the characters from Ruby. So if you uh, come to the con, you can get served by the actual Ruby characters.
0: Uh, what Power Ranger we have in...
2: We're going to have Nakia Burris, yeah, the sure. yellow turbo ranger, is going to be here. Um, and
0: she's with us in... Uh... No. No, no, that's a different one. Yeah, that was, was uh, different yeah that was... a different yellow ranger one. Yeah,
2: that was a different yellow ranger. That's right. That, that was Ashley. Uh, oh, that's the, right the second mighty morphing yellow ranger yep. uh she was with us in in uh fan expo chicago
0: yep that's what yeah. i was thinking of uh
2: but then yeah so that's uh it's gonna be incredible they're gonna be here signing autographs and uh, meeting greeting taking pictures all of that you can buy your tickets online at cape-events.com or you can get them at the door uh day of at the con also all of comically inclined and otaku cast will be at the con as well. We'll be doing a live show on stage, and we also have some other fun panel stuff going on. If you're a fan of Psychopoly on TikTok, uh, Aaron Burke uh, just broke a million followers. Oh, nice! Um, he will be there doing an episode of Psychopoly live on stage as well. I really enjoyed um, him at the paranormal conference.
0: Yeah. Like, he's got some good stuff. Like, it's very entertaining.
2: Yeah, we'll also be doing a create your own superhero panel. Um, uh, uh, we'll have werewolf uh in the panel room as well and now uh, we've got some other fun stuff going on all day at the con it's going to be a great time get your tickets now uh landon you'll be there
1: yeah i'll be there as much as i can
2: yeah perfect
1: cool Thank you, you could have just
2: stopped it yeah i'll be there but yeah cool <laughs> what if everybody was like oh my god i gotta get there to see landon felter and now you're like i'll be there if i can
1: You'll have to show up to find out. Oh, I like oh, it. Oh, Built oh, oh. Mystery. There you
2: go. Mystery. Now I'm definitely going. So, Blake, <laughs> one out of ten. Not bad. Not bad.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it. Actually, it was like two.
2: Yo, you you, you did get Trigon. Yeah. 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 Ish. 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 Yeah. Uh, you got Trigon-ish. Yeah. Early in the morning. Uh, damn it, Nick. <laughs> 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 Why, dude? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would you do with a drunken sailor?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, hey, Taylor Burton, just by the way, She-Hulk may not have the juice, but you do. Yeah. so You got the
2: juice. You got the juice. Uh, have you ordered your Taylor Burton is a sexy mountain man shirt yet? Because if you have not... Go to comicallyinclined.com yes. and you can pick up your sweet show merch. Uh, we have comically inclined shirts on there, as well as the Taylor Burton is a Sexy Mountain Man, the Heather Watson Chat shirt, the fact uh, certified fact checker shirt for Ben. Um, we also have the Fudge a Duck uh, shirt. I Squirreled. I Squirreled. Yeah. The, yeah. the Rabbit Squirrel herself, Brittany Shelton shirt. And on if you
0: there. are a fan of good uh Disney Plus shows we do have a uh designed by yours truly uh, uh yeah. She-Hulk uh Madison. Madison with a y and, and two n's, n's but not, not where you think, think. uh yeah, a Mephisto shirt
2: Yeah cuz she's secretly Mephisto in the yeah. MCU and I can't wait for that to drop too Um but yeah it's a it's an original design that uh that I worked on for a little bit I it love came it out pretty it's, well it's so great. Uh yeah and uh, uh uh, Heather already ordered three shirts off of the website yeah, and I've got, I've got two coming as well. So, nice. uh, it's great, great times. I'm still waiting on your, uh, shipping confirmation. So as soon as we get that, it should be I moving.
4: I think I got it yesterday. Did you? I Excellent. So.
2: I'll have to look into that. Uh, anyway, back to the announcements. <laughs> uh, if, you're, uh, if you like what we do, but you like a little more of what we do, we also have our exclusive Patreon content, which the panel will be doing at uh, Cape Con this weekend. We'll go up on there. Um, but for $5, $3, or $1, you can join our Patreon and uh, pitch in a little money to the cause as well, and we appreciate that. Um, I like Taylor Burton, Mike Casey, and uh, Keaton New, all members at the shout-out level um also uh you can find links to all of our socials and our sponsors in the show notes as well as the link to our merch page um if you have a burning question you'd like to ask us you'd like to see us field it live on the air uh you can email a question to us on our contact us form on the website and however you're consuming this media please leave us a five star or thumbs up rating uh we appreciate it podcasts like ours survive on those ratings and uh If you uh, help us, it helps you. It just makes our content, content better. Also, I'd like to say a big thank you to Ken's Comic Man out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Uh, Perkins Performance out of uh, Earlville, Illinois. Picture What Designs out of our local Cape Toronto. Monster Tattoo out of Sykeston, Missouri. Lennox and Jude Photography also out of Sykeston. Blake Hickman Construction out of Sykeston as well. A lot of Sykeston. Uh, and the Rock and Roll Drive-In from Chaffee, Missouri. Uh, thank you guys for sponsoring the show. We appreciate you. And uh, you know what? I'll catch you next time. Yeah, we love you.
1: See y'all.